would I have a microphone? The Where microphone's integrated into the room. Oh. We're in a soundproof room. Yeah. Wow. Oh. So is everybody ready? Yeah, let's do it. Cue the music. Woo! Cue the music. Welcome along to the series finale of Is This 40, the podcast all about five lifelong friends who decide to take their friendship to a whole new level by forcing themselves to talk about the things they wouldn't normally talk about. My name's Michael Absalom, and this week the lads and I are test driving the new house studio recording facilities at 180 Soho House, just off the Strand in central London. It's a slightly different recording environment to what we used to for this episode with a camera in the room, so let's wait and see how that alters the dynamic. And on the agenda this evening, fun in our 40s. What might that look and sound like? And what other tangents might we go off on when we're forced to identify our own personal strengths and weaknesses? Will we be totally honest with each other or will we try and deflect and avoid those tougher questions when we're put on the spot? It's been 18 months since we started out on our experimental podcast journey together and it's been much, much tougher than I thought getting everyone into the same room at the same time. But we're finally here, the last episode of the series. We get the session started with a traditional round of gin and tonics, after which the conversation ricochets around the room in a predictably chaotic manner. Is this 40? Can you just tell them, uh, for whoever might be listening, how many pages of notes you've got? Seven pages of notes. But it's very specific. You have to sort of organise a little, there's a little brief of what time we got here, welcome cocktails, all the different sessions divided up. And so we're on to welcome cocktails and part one actually. session. We're into part one now. This Fantastic. is like wedding planning. Well, it's also like TV planning and radio planning. If you plan a show, you have to have a structure. Okay. What's right. funny is I think anyone listening to this podcast may think like it's the most unplanned, you know, rough put together podcast. Which is completely untrue. No, look, it's all it's mastermind. And you've us. read the notes, haven't you? Yeah, of course. I'm going to start with a simple question. Okay. <laughs> how are we all doing? How are we all feeling? How is everything? How's your week been? Feeling pretty good. I mean, I'm pretty distracted with this, um, with the hairstyles in front of me on this little monitor that we're looking at. There's some lockdown haircuts going on, although Jack says he's had his. I've had my cuts. Who cut it? Did you guys go to a proper barber? Well, I've had it cut twice recently, actually. You weren't happy with the first one? Well, I went in. I went in saying I'm gonna I'm gonna grow it out, and could you just like tidy it up a bit because it needs to be more kind of Bradley Cooper, Star is Born. Okay. And then, and then he did that, and it just it looked, it looked awful. It was a bit undercutty. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. I'm champion the undercut. I quite like it. I'm sort of bringing undercut back. I think it suits you. This it looks. Yes. You look quite hipster. Yeah, sort of you do for. feel really edgy. Yeah. And why the jacket? I don't know. I just thought Have season finale. <laughs> no, I bought it from Reese. Actually, I spent quite a lot of money on it. And I did. I oh, never. I've not had a reason. Not had a reason. Whoa! A friend Whoa. of ours can get discounts at Reese. Who's that? Well, it's a long shot these days. It's a long <laughs> shot. Can't actually another get story in another time. Um, we have got some unresolved business from the last episode, which was Corby's special one-on-one episode. And um, there was an unresolved doggy business. Um, so, what did you end up calling your dog in the end? So, drum roll. Um, I ended up calling the dog Chili. Hooray! That was the front runner, wasn't it? It was. Um, why, why did you call it Chili? Uh, because um, I was growing some chili plants, and it was seemed like a good good name for a dog. Uh, the other options were sort of tequila, which which didn't I didn't really fancy myself singing that in the park. Picante, combine Picante. the two. Um, but um, yeah, chili's cool. She's 
eight months old little Labrador pointer. Very beautiful. She is beautiful. She's she's a little bit a um, little bit highly strung and energetic. And how's, how how is she's it? well behaved actually when I saw her. I met her last weekend. And what yeah. did you think? Really sweet. Does it get any bigger? Or is that as big as it gets? I think it gets a tiny bit bigger. It's not huge. No, you wouldn't want it any bigger. I think it's perfect. It's a good size. A short-legged Labrador. It's a long-legged Labrador. I was very specific on getting... You're quite a, tall. So. A long-legged Labrador. I know what you're thinking. You can't... You can't use, this is just too shit. You can't use any of this. I, I <laughs> you... can hear you grinding your teeth. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I, wasn't I wonder if they'll pick up on that on the audio. Oh, I don't know. I just wanted to know what it was like being a dog owner. Like, how's it, how's it all going? It's, it's quite... Um, she's quite... Uh, in demanding so um keeps me on my toes and there was uh, a little accident this morning what, what was what? the accident um i think just timings and you know there was a little present on the rug when we came down this morning so i've got a dog you don't want to ask me about my no what's <laughs> interested in no, because it's the whole thing's going to be about dogs yeah, yeah dogs yeah. in our 40s but he has got a very pretty dog and he's very proud of your dog go on tell you? us about your dog jack no no no, 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 no. You, you have no, to wipe his bottom though that's the only thing you wipe your own it's weird it's a fucking nightmare <laughs> i was just waiting for you to be honest going we're on the same page here right so but it replaced the duck you said the duck was worse the duck left there was a lot of tears from my wife when the duck left the kids were town, right no, no, it went to a farm. Oh, not, probably in Chinatown now. It was still had a bit of growing to do. And then, and then the next day, went online searching, bought a puppy, yeah. went to Durham to go and collect it, brought it back on the train. That sounds like a posh dog, doesn't it? The dog comes from. No, no, Durham. I've got there for it's a bit cheaper than London. Okay, they're a bit. There's, they're quite dear though. Especially one you yeah. got. By the time you've done the train fare and brought it back and the cabs and everything else. Plus COVID prices. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the dogs are a fortune now. Mm. I'm sure they'll drop they next double, year. Double the price, you told me. More. About quadrupled. What is it? What sort of dog is it? It's a cockapoo. A kind of little brown apricot. Very on trend. So, yeah. I mean, the duck was original and the cockapoo, frankly, is a bit, a bit stereotypical. <laughs> Midlife crisis, family with three kids. It's not a very manly dog, is it? No, no. no. But you've got to keep the family happy. Have you seen it? Oh, I've seen it. It's very cute. Anyway, it's it really looks nice. a bit like your hair. It's got a little curly, but and it's sort of like this orangey ginger. How, what colour would you it's Apricot is what it's described apricot. as. Apricot. I mean, you know, one, one shit on the rug, I'd be, I'd take any day of the week. Like, I mean, all the time, pal. Topics covered so far have included suicide, divorce, parenting, life-limiting illnesses, family holidays, fatherhood therapy, porn, lockdown anxiety, and future goals and expectations. Yeah, did you miss that? I think you missed that one. God, I missed that one. Mm. You're right, you weren't there for that one. It was only me, Corpse and Jack. Brilliant, that one. Yeah, that was really good. I loved that one. Yeah. That was the best one. Yeah, you should listen back to that one. You guys don't watch porn. Yeah. That's a difficult difficult one. No one didn't turn up for that one yeah anyway so before we jump into um fun in our 40s which is what this episode is called um what i just thought we could do to bring the series together is just uh, suggest any other things that that men or anyone m- might struggle with not necessarily whether they're in their 40s or not and um, things we struggle to talk about as mates is, is there anything we've missed that you know could make good content for another series perhaps and what are those things specifically that that men struggle to talk about with their mates and why is, is the next series is this 41 or is this 50 why is this 50's got a nicer ring to it <laughs> So you've got 10 years to think about it. I think the fans want, is this 41? 
Well, we could make it a, a series about. Oh, is our that 40s. why we're coming to the end of it? Because we're, yeah. we're out of forty. We're out of time. I thought it was about our forties. It can be if that's the way we want the or show to evolve. Turning for what's the name of it? it would have turning to be 40. a huge is demand. What's is the name 40? of it? Is only, is you've 40? only done ten Sorry. episodes. Sorry, is this for? Oh, I didn't realize. I thought it was going to be, yeah. you know. Uh, Mm. And it's not necessarily a question. It's dot, dot, dot. Is this 40? Could be an example. So it could so, be a statement. Well, I like the way you've explained you know, it there. If there's a call for more, we'll do more, of course. But there's probably not going to be a call for more. So I thought we'd just <laughs> wrap so this up. this could be the finale. On to those tricky subjects we might have missed during the series then. I mean, I've got a list here. And if we're too shy to, to go through the list, I can just give you those well, examples. Mental health and how you're really feeling. But have we, did we cover that? Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess Every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <What? laughs> yeah. Is there anything absolute yeah. that you, <laughs> with default. your list in front of you, think that we've not covered? <laughs> well, I wrote, I wrote down... Um, Unwittingly. I put this in, a, in one of our little Instagram posts. I'm trying to find it there um it was why do men start podcasts instead of going to therapy it was sort of like the statement and the question but what i think we've had a good opportunity to do is sort of maybe in a slightly um lighter humored way and a bit more relaxed way over a couple of drinks is to discuss some of you know we've scraped the surface basically there's definitely deeper issues we've tried to keep it a little bit light-hearted and fun but there are there are things in there that, that men don't necessarily talk about that's why i probably didn't turn up for the porn one is because of your addiction <laughs> oh, that's a bit rich. I can't remember. I must listen to that one this evening because, I mean, whatever you said, I just know already it's a lie. <laughs> no, I was okay, the only one telling I the truth. I will only tune in just to see how good you are at lying. Your okay. paranoia must be at, like, all-time low. What, right now? No, I would just like the fact that we would have recorded a podcast without you about your favourite subject. Oh, you and you wouldn't, And you wouldn't even, like, listen in to see how it went. Didn't he have COVID that I week? don't know. No, I haven't. Did I? Okay. Was I right. away? I can't believe it. That was just the whole topic. The whole podcast wasn't about porn. I think that was the second or third one. Was it, it was yours, wasn't it, Jack? Because yeah. I would have loved, after admitting to watching porn, then you would go in, I want to hear how deep you went about your problem. We drank a lot of wine. Oh, God, so it all did come out. Oh, yes. And if, like Chris, you want to go back and have a listen to that episode, it's called The Boys Are Back In Town. Now, where were we? We left it there with that tricky question of um, things that we struggle to talk about as men. Um, on my list, I had things like death, suicide, love, truth, sexuality, family, um, illness, success, failure, trust. There's some pretty pretty heavy ones in there. Um, and what I didn't want to do tonight was sort of finish the series on on something too heavy. So I thought we'd finish with fun in our 40s. I think that's what people are looking for. <laughs> Desperate that's, for, actually. Uh, particularly after the year we've had, though, as well. Yeah. We've got another gin and tonic on the way. And if anyone thinks about breaking wind in here, that is rude. It's that a, is so rude. It's very I small. it's crossed one of your minds. How would you describe this? I, I, it feels for me a bit like it's Big Brother. It's a little bit claustrophobic. It's about a four-by-four-metre four box, right? Yeah. No, less. About three-by-three-metre box. Yeah. Padded. Our box, our box specialist here, Chris Lees, yeah. <laughs> knows how to measure could a box. You, could you put something like this together? Thank you. In your architectural <laughs> Moving on. Prowess. Two very comfortable seats, which Jack and Corbs are sitting in, and we have been put on two oh. toadstools. Yeah. Why, why have you been relegated to the toadstools? I was late. 
So we're going to move on to fun in our 40s, um, but to enter the conversation, you have to give us a strength um, about yourself and a weakness about yourself. Have we got any brave volunteers to go first uh, to tell us your strength and your weakness? This is in your personality, your character. Can you uh, tell you me yours bravely? Yes, I will bravely go first. Okay. Um, I put my strength down and I'll give you a couple because I think it's always good to back <laughs> oh, no. yourself. Oh no, here we go. <laughs> yeah. If it's just one, we ask for I know, but okay. I'm only after one. Have you written a list? That... I have got a list. Well, How long have you no got? one asked you. <laughs> no one asked you. Well, no, normally no one would ask you. No one would normally. That's, that's, that's the big season finale yeah. 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 is asking you about yourself. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, this so, could turn into yeah. a singular podcast. Um, my strength, I put down as uh, thoughtful, observant and organised. So I put them down as, as my strength. Observant? Yeah, I'm very observant. Yeah, I quite like, um, not in a creepy way, sort of sitting back and watching stuff. And, and where's the strength lie in observing? I think if you're a good observer, come on in. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks so much. Oh, nice. Thank you. I could clearly see the other chaps were getting hot and thirsty, so I took it upon myself to order another round of gin and tonics. See? Observant. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, Albert. Great. Wow. I've got to stop saying, darling, you know, it's really patronising, isn't it? Uh, depends. I don't, it depends where you're from. No, I'm not old enough to say thank you. Actually, no one should mm. end... Thank you, and yeah, darling. Mostly it is quiet. It's I'm trying to think it? who, when it's, when it's not... Yeah. Actually, never. Yeah. <laughs> never. Unless you're talking to your own daughter. Mm. And that's the only time. Or your wife? Or is it still creepy yeah, I saying... I call my, I call no, my girlfriend, call, darling. I call, yeah. I call Franny, darling. Yeah, but you darling, know how she it? identifies, so you're probably safe with that. Mm. Um, that's where you, you want something. I, I think if I was walking down the street and saw somebody, all right, darling. It's me and him can be darling, right? It's also tone. It's just a bit tone deaf. Oh. Plus, I'm also concerned that um, our podcast is a little bit wokey because we're nervous about, you know, getting into, you know, what? some sort of what? awkward political... You know, We've never got near there, have we? I don't know. I don't know, Jack. Well, I think our podcast is wokey. Let's speak okay. to our PR guy. You know, I, think, I think it's the opposite of wokey. Oh, is it? Well, no, not deliberately, but I think it's just because we're conscious about, you know, before, I reckon if we had done this at the age of 30, mm. it would have been a very different different, different bit, conversation. Bit racier. <laughs> it it might be a little bit, you know. So you think we're, we're filtering too oh, much? That was, the, 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 yes, I do, consciously filtering, which is the right thing to do, but it just doesn't come across as... Um, Honest. Yeah, I think you're anxious about what you can say. Mind you, you could cut it out if you know. Jack what are you most an- What are you most anxious about saying? <laughs> well, I don't know. You, you can upset the gays and the lesbians. Of course, you, you can. If I let the lid off, I could just that, yeah. And the small you, and the tall and the fat and the thin. You can upset anyone on any. I can't on work. Any out, given I just day. can't work out how. To, I could. I could see myself doing it easily, no. but I can't. Jack was being a bit wokey just then. Was it? Because he was suggesting that darling was only... I wasn't saying it was only, I'm just saying it's just not, it's not very, it's not, well, it's, not it's not very correct these yeah, days to, to call woke, random people What does woke stand for? Do you want my weakness or not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is a long list. No, no, I've got multiple. Um, I, I do tend to take myself a bit too seriously sometimes. No, no. you don't. No. No, I won't hear of that. No, no, I will not hear of that. And, and I can also take things a bit too personally. 
And so I'm aware of that. And so those are my honesties and my wokey. <laughs> Stop talking about the word wokey. We don't even know what it means. The wokey cokey. Um, so who wants to go I don't next? Think of you taking yourself that seriously? Oh come on! I do. I do. And it's annoying when I do, and I catch myself taking myself. Have you seen too seven serious. pages of notes? <laughs> that organised about himself. No, that's and his problems. I also think of abs like running around naked, kind of giving. You yeah, know, there's two that's personalities. Two yeah, personality. I think of fabs. Abs and fabs. Oh, you've actually just described fabs and fabs. Yeah. Boring, boring abs is the worst. Babs. I love fun abs. Oh god, you fun know when you get boy, when you go yeah. back home early and start reading books, yeah, about self help books. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> but you're actually describing I a winky out fabs. Winky out. Yeah. Oh, the flash of fabs. <laughs> there was a night. There was a night when I went out with Corbs, and I think he's got a photo of me running over Richmond Bridge, having left the bar at sort of two or three in the morning, with my pants down, running across in the middle of the road, sort of with my with, my, your ankles. with little abs out, going. Woo! That's not the first time. Barcelona. Yeah. Oh, also Lucy yeah. Smith's wedding when we were running around the tree. That was full nude. nude. That was full nude. Screaming Sparta. You are quite nudie. I love being nude. It's a really liberating experience. But is it? To upset others, no, it's not it's for a yourself. Freedom. It's a freedom. It's sort of like well, you see. I thought it was a freedom as yeah. well. And then the next morning after that wedding, I walked into the mm. kind of post-wedding breakfasty brunch thing. The, the awkward breakfast. Well, I, I went in high-fiving everyone, thinking like we were hilarious oh, last no. night. Wasn't that fun? And then people literally wouldn't even make eye contact with us. No, it wasn't good. Well, that, that, that is, you haven't done it in your forties though. That was no, your thirties. No, right, well, right. is this forty? Have I lost it? Have yeah. I, you know, when was the are last? going to see Winky out. When was the last time you got naked and ran around? <laughs> Let's the see old... how we go tonight, chaps. Let's <laughs> yeah. see how we go tonight. I think the older you get, the Couple less amusing it is, and it becomes. It goes yeah. from amusing. Yeah. Whether it was amusing Selfish. anyway, I'm not sure. That is so woke of you. So <laughs> no, he's going to have to edit everything out if you keep shouting woke. Woke! We take a moment to find out what it actually means. Chris? It only went into the dictionary in June 2017. So it's a relatively new word, four, four well, years old. But I just want to know what, what does it mean. Well, it means um, being awoken to social injustice. Now, back to those strengths and weaknesses. Same for both. Go on. Empathy. That's your strength and your weakness. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. How that can the same thing be... You really thought can. about that before you got here as well. No, I was just thinking about, thinking about him. I thought you were going to use empathy. That and you can him. really call someone out on empathy. I know, but I thought you were going right, to use we'll empathy. we'll come back to you. Cool. <laughs> strength and a weakness. Just one. Um, okay, strength is that... Well... It used to be that I thought I could deal with stress quite well. And then I got this little thing on my wrist called the whoop. And this is a heart monitor that tells me everything about what's going on with me. And apparently my whoop tells me I'm super stressed all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah. And what's so, that through blood pressure? So, oh, no, it, it tells my, it reads my heart rate and it tells me how I've slept and, you know, all the different sleeps I'm doing. It's it's amazing, but so, the, has it made you realise that you just suppress a lot of your? Yeah. So I thought one of my qualities was that I, you know, I can take on the stress, no. and I'm quite good. And this tells me that I'm just always stressed, and I should chill the fuck out. I think I see him as stressed, don't you? He gets really stressed sometimes. sometimes. Well, I didn't think so, and I still I think don't think so. Stressed sometimes. But um, this is <laughs> <That's exciting>. <laughs> 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 everyone gets stressed sometimes. <laughs> So that would be my, uh, have you done my strength as, and my weakness. Have you done anything as a result of it? 
Um, I've tried. Yes, I have. I've I've done. Um, I've tried to do meditation, and I've tried to do Wim Hof. So breathing. Yeah. So breathing exercises, and I'm trying to do uh, Wim Hof. And I well, I got Who's this. Wim Hof? He's he's um he's a Scandinavian that teaches you to hold your breath and <laughs> dive in cold water. Even he's great. I mean, he's trying to kill off quite a lot of people, but. Have you uh, been diving in cold water? Well, no, I've been having cold showers. You're kidding me. Yeah. And it makes you feel better? Um, well... It does lower just, the blood pressure, apparently. It, not really. I mean, it's a bit of a shock to the system. First thing in the morning, or...? Well, whenever I have a shower, it starts off It starts off warm, and then I just blast myself with freezing cold water. For a um, I try and do it over 30 seconds. But now, as you can see, I'm just super relaxed. No stress whatsoever. You do seem less stressy, actually. Yeah, Wim Hof and meditation. Although medita- meditation, I bought the app, um, lo- first lockdown one. Um, I used it for about three weeks, and then I'd forgotten about it, and I just got reminded because it said on my subscription of £40 running out. <laughs> and <I'm, laughs> The bill reminded so me. So I'm like straight back in there, and this week I've tried to do it once or twice, and I have to now... You know, buy it for another I, 40 quid for another year, I think. Can I just ask a question? Yeah, go for it. This is, how do you read it? it, go, you... It's, it it's an app. So this okay. this reads all my bodily things that are going on. Not everything, but most things. And then um, it goes to an app and it tells me... Is there an alarm when it reads you being super stressed? Um, does it tell you to calm down? It, it does a little does bit. Does it? Yeah. It tells me everything. It tells me how well I've slept, which is amazing. So and I don't because you've had high blood pressure. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Why don't you get one of his thingies? Because actually, the anxiety of wearing one of those things. But I, I don't want someone else telling me how stressed I am on the daily I, or reminding me. But but why can't? But why? Because <laughs> it would be. Well, no, this is the thing. This is the thing. I can say that like people ask me, "Did you sleep well?" And I'm like, "I have no idea. Let me right. just check the app." Oh yes, I did. <laughs> or, oh no, I had a bad sleep. You don't. I mean, is that not going to get into your head? I've seen this on yeah, the that's professionals. That's the whole point. That's on... the whole point. Like you, can, you, can, you can take too much focus onto yeah. this. He's obsessing. I've by seen it. professional squash players using that, and they're going, "I haven't had the best night's sleep. I'm about to go yeah. into a semi-final." It's, it's a so then psychologically, yeah. they're going, oh, "I'm not going to play the best squash that I can play." Yeah, so I wouldn't if I was going into. I mean, when I'm going into my games, whether yeah. you know whether it's squash or yeah. or football, I just take it off. Yeah. Big matches. I've got a really interesting insight yeah. on that. Into... But, it, but it, we're going to have to move into the next, okay. the next section. And in the meantime, your strength and weakness. My, my strength. I think my strength is denial. Is. You're much better as a place to answer that than I am. You are fake news. We're eventually joined in the podcast booth by our good friend Ridjo, who's had a bit of a stressful commute into town to join the party. How you doing? You all right? You about your answers I feel a bit angsty. No, of course I haven't. Do you, you think, know the questions just he's going to ask you? have all had a haircut. No. And I look Do you like... know all the questions he's going to ask you? Because you can think about before he does. Yeah. Your strengths and weaknesses. And I your know weakness you could be punctuality. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Having a, a, good one. <laughs> having a proper job. <laughs> Already anxious enough. Do you want to take your jumper off? Driven down so the M1 like the to get here. It's really gone up 10 degrees. Driven down the M1 to get here. I've driven through the West End. I've got to pay the congestion charge. Haven't had a haircut. You sound asthmatic. Are you okay? I haven't had a drink. You've got a drink. We've just got you on. You do sound asthmatic. Do you have to pay the ultra yeah, low I've been working on a, like, a husky voice. No, it sounds no, like you that. need an inhaler. Sounds like you've got asthma. Um... <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to sound sexy? Yes. I've been working on a... 
awful. Have a sip of your gin and tonic. Hello, everyone. I'm here. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. What's wrong with you? Shut up. It's housekeeping. I've been offline for a while, but Richo's back. You've walked up a flight of stairs. Is that gin or vodka? Gin. Gin and tonic. Vodka. It's vodka. Gin. Vodka. Same thing. On to Jack's strengths and weaknesses. My strength, I think, is... I think you've got? Sorry. So many, so many, pal. Uh, I think it's go. connecting people. Yeah, it's settled. Oh, my God. Connecting people. What do you mean? Don't be mm. like that. Okay. That's your job. <laughs> I know, a bit like Keith from Accounts, saying he's good at accounts. <laughs> when, you, when, when, you, when you find a job yes. that, that, you're you, that you're good at and yes. that you enjoy, it no longer becomes a job. Whatever the ex- I don't know. That's not quite the expression, is it? No. It stops, it stops feeling like work. Yeah, life. that's it. Yeah. That's, 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 so you're one week. I'm fucking annoying. I mean, <laughs> there's no. That's our question. Yeah. No, well, I just thought I'd get out there no, first to be on the front. Very honest of him. I know. I'm right. season finale. I'm, that's right. I'm high. I'm aware. I'm highly. Why irritated. do you think you're annoying? Because I'm controlling. Control freak. Yeah. It's not that. Not, it's not more... control freak. I just. I don't. I just I don't really trust anyone else to to organise or do anything. Have you noticed that? Well, it links us on to where we're you know our, our little holidays. So I'll choose our holidays. I'll go where we're going. I'll, I'll book where we are. I'll plan the itineraries. Very I'll handy. Let Abs organise this. It's I'll quite go. sweet, really, though. It's quite sweet. It's quite endearing. But I just I I much rather the irritation now, yeah, and it's quite sweet. Yeah, because I've got beyond the irritation. Take yeah, years. But you, yeah, but you like to be organised. That's well, why. It it's, works yeah, me. I think it's quite. It, well, it does work for it me. It means that you don't ever have to, have do, to anything. do anything. Yeah, and that's why I think it's quite sweet. It, it means he gets. It, it means he just gets irritated when you don't do anything, and then gets even more irritated when nothing. That's the only about. bit that's that's turned into the irritation when well, you do do it, yeah. but you do you don't do it. You have to remind me you've done it, and then you go for fuck's sake, you never do anything. And I was like, that's taken the sweetness out of it. That's because yeah, I just I just need an element of like praise, recognition, well and I done. Give you that. You're the best. Well done. I do I'll, say I'll, best. I'll, I'll be there. I love you. Like thanks so much for do doing that. it, organizing everything. Enough I think that. you did you're doing a good job. Keep He's, going. He does a brilliant job. I would hate him to stop, wouldn't you? <laughs> We'd be in trouble then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, you're on next. Everyone uh, else. I don't want to go. I need time to think. Well, everyone else has been around. Yeah, yeah, your last do, We could do yours if you want. Yeah. Absolutely no fucking. So job. Chris went with empathy. For my strength. Problem. Oh. And weakness. But we don't understand mm. that, really. Mind blown, right? Yeah. Jesus, riddle, <laughs> riddle me that. And then he cut me off. He didn't even want the explanation. I feel like Sleaze has actually just Googled strength and weakness. Funny answer. Well, no, I haven't. Past I actually, line one of Google. I was actually thinking about it, because I thought you'd take empathy, which is, you know, I, and then I wanted to debate empathy with you. I need to know what everyone else said first. Corbs' answer was quite interesting, actually, because Corbs talked about being, he thought, like, his strength was the kind of being quite calm and relaxed and, you know, not getting too stressed. And then he bought this little gadget here for the viewers. Tech. And, and he said, actually, it turns out that, you know, actually, he is I'm really a fucking stressed. lunatic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not a spoiling point all the time. <laughs> Just simmering every Now night. you have become a brand ambassador live on TV for, did you name for the Whoop. Brand? For whoop. But what I was going to say, actually, about about the stress thing, just before we get on to Rijo... No, no, the, keep going. Was that there is, like, I was saying that in the little commercial break that we had, there is something called post-traumatic stress gain. 
Okay? And what everybody talks about is post-traumatic stress disorder. Everyone talks about the trauma that they go through okay. through work or whatever it is that's going through. They're like, oh, fucking woe is me. Like, I've been through this kind of awful experience. And in reality, what happens is everybody has or experiences on the whole, largely a majority, something called post-traumatic stress gain, which is you being put under stressful situations, okay, mm. challenging things whether that's family and we've look, we've all got shit that well, you know, we're kind of dealing with basically jack is giving us a 20 minute introduction into what doesn't kill you makes you stronger <laughs> okay is Which it is the gist of it right? <laughs> <laughs> let me explain it in a more interesting way yeah. So when you when you go when you go to the five gym, left. <laughs> sorry, he's got five. Right, when you go to the gym, you put your body under stress. tension, stress, yeah. and and it and it recovers and grows back stronger. Okay, mm-hmm. and and the same principle applies to obviously shit that you're going kind of up in your head, mm-hmm. which is the more things you're exposed to, the more <laughs> yes. traumatic experiences you have. On the whole, you will bounce back yeah. stronger and be better equipped to deal with mental health, stress, issues, things in your life, because you've been through it a lot. And what's happened in the last year or two is that most people have tried to eliminate and remove stress from their life. I can't deal with that. I need to detox, cleanse, retreat, block myself off from what I'm dealing with to feel like I can kind of cope with stuff better. Mm. And actually, it does the polar opposite. When you remove and eliminate stress from your life, the moment that something then comes up that is challenging, you can't deal with it. You will. You you don't have the resilience. Focus or fold, my friend. Yeah. Um, thank you, Doctor. Thank, thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Doctor. You got that oh, early there, Richard. Get another drink. Brilliant. What's your strength? Resilience. That's a good one. Isn't it? It's your, your question now. Yes, because that's why I, I wasn't going to put it as eloquently. Okay. But I was going to say a relatively strong sense of character and getting <laughs> stuff done. But then my weakness is also not really getting stuff done. So it's interesting. Three, peop- three people out of the five have said their strength is their weakness. Through a process of overthinking things. Which means you end up taking far too fucking long to get to a decision or not making a decision at all. Whereas, as a wise man once said, perfection is the enemy of the good and sometimes you just have to go with good or what needs to get done. Did you listen to that on another podcast? I heard it on an audiobook on the way here. <laughs> so Press finish. And um, finish there, yeah. And then let's... Then we'll good move. idea and we'll get another drink in. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Hello. It's Monday night. Yeah. Maybe it's the Chill out. Can we go back to strength and weaknesses? I can't believe you we think you're being a bit whiny. <laughs> no, 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 being resilient. Still recording. We're at 44 seconds. You can take not that getting shit done. <laughs> That's <laughs> rude. <laughs> After a quick refreshments break, we're back into the thick of it. You had a great sleep. I did have a good sleep. Bloody hell, corpse. Seven That's hours, 20 Straight through. 90%. Wow. I've, I've never slept I've seven never hours straight through. 90% performance. No, not straight through. Not performance. Not, what hero? And he's talking about no, stress no, 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 as his weakness. No, no, um, I've never slept through the night in my life. It's Richard got a random email from someone the other day going, I love your podcast. Yeah. I've had two Fan messages mail. on LinkedIn. Yeah. No but, way. No, but really? wasn't they were just Why? asking about whether you were okay? <laughs> <laughs> and the drinks appear to keep on coming. How many is that now?
Is anyone counting? What? Um, that's These a lot. These ones are stronger. Ooh, they yeah, are. Doubles. I think this is a lot for a Monday night. Can you Barney. stop whining? Barney Rubbles. What does Funny in Our 40s look like, Chris? Oh, God. Uh, a, a, a good night's sleep. <laughs> uh, sleeping through. It's amazing everyone's I, struggling to I, answer. I, I know, because I was thinking about it, and then I realised I I realized that I, I now follow on Instagram someone called DJ Barbecue. And I think yeah. that pretty much sums it all up. But do you think it, that there is an adjustment a period, right, where you, you talk about I'm having less fun in my 30s, 40s than I did in my 20s, where it takes you a while to kind of recalibrate going, no, actually, fun in my 40s is not about trying to kind of relive, rekindle the things that I did in my 20s. I've got to find new and different avenues. Mm. Yeah, a lot more hobbies, a lot more hobbies. Hobbies, and I've got, to, I've, I've got to find a different type of fun than I used to have. That look good as well, that, look, no. that suits your age. How does that it's strong, isn't it? What is wrong with everyone? Here's the first gin and tonic in a year. Oh, just taking a big slug of that gin. Oh. <laughs> it's strong, isn't it? <laughs> Unbelievable! Really Two ingredients, um, and you've missed out one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you got another go go course. Yes, no, I would just say, I would yeah, say yeah. broadly, um, if I'm in my forties, it's the same thing yeah. that I used to like. I like the same stuff as I did in the thirties, just a mm. lot more hobbies and a lot more naps. One of the things for me that I've always loved doing, and continue to love doing. And actually, we touched on it when we were upstairs having a drink kind of by the pool before we came down into our podcast booth, which is, which is new things. Yes. Right? I, love, I love the new. <laughs> yeah. I love the new restaurants. I love going to new places. I love going to a different city. And I just experiencing something that I've never done before. And I think that's why lockdown was so boring and, and tedious. Because actually, you know, nice house and no one was super ill in the household and everyone was kind of okay. And, but it, it, it got immensely challenging because I hadn't been able to do anything new for for a really long period of time. God, Crimea River. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. I'm talking about fun. <laughs> yeah. And so, and 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 what and are like, those new things? Sorry. What like new things are fucking coming here? Recording, seeing you guys. I haven't done that for quite a long time. But when you walked in and were like, "You're so excited," you were excited. I was excited because I'm like, I, I fucking haven't f- done this for quite a long time, and we're doing our podcast in a new environment which we've never been in before. But that, I couldn't work out why you were so excited. Was it just that? And when you talk about hobbies, Corpse, they're not necessarily... They're not the hobbies of old. No. They're new hobbies. And it's it's about finding things that you've never done before, embracing the stuff that you've either had the fear, that you've felt that you haven't been able to do financially, that we've all got a bit more disposable income in our 40s. Mm. Or, I just bought... Oh, talk, talk for yourself. <laughs> i got no disposable income. Yeah, I did buy a pizza oven. Oh. That's what I mean, man. So I'm going to learn how to make the perfect pizza. You need to learn how to make the perfect dough. First. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. The, buy, buy the dough. Yeah. That is the key. That is the key. What particular areas of your life uh, maybe bring out the best in in you at forty? For me, it's sport. I love that I can still play sport at forty. Like that is. You just got the body, though, and you still not the body. I think it's a it's heart or lungs, isn't it? That work. Must be. Oh, legs. Well, all of it. My you knee hurts. Shape. You still got you're in shape, aren't you? But the body does deteriorate, and it is frustrating that you're not as good as you were when you were twenty. Yeah, you but can I also say you keep getting sent off? That's a long time ago. Attitude. That's an attitude thing. Yeah, that's that's attitude. I've always. No, I've you had... allowed to play sports still. We're not patching into weaknesses again, are we? 
why do we not flip this into enjoying the game yes. instead of ruining it? But you can't take a competitive spirit out of someone if they're competitive. All right. Don't hate the game. Hate the player. Yeah, hate the player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what else do you find challenging at 40? Oh, I'm, I'm, less imp- I'm more impatient. More impatient with people. I'm conscious the clock's ticking down and we don't have much time left in the studio. So we rattle on to the next question. Best bit of advice you've ever been given in your life and then it's relevance. So is there something that someone's taught you along the first 40 years of your life that has stuck with you and you sort of apply to your life? Would anyone like to kick us off? Yeah, I'll, d- I'll get done. Go. Right. Um, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> it's more of a raison d'etre isn't it no but th- it does work actually can you give us an example well life would be very boring otherwise it's basically saying lying mic drop <laughs> and then I'll keep quiet now over to you best advice so lying basically yeah that's how I interpret that too yeah. really just mm. oh so you are so no, cynical embellishing a story thank you embellishing Michael. the story and thank you very like, much the, that's the best advice if I stopped Doing what I'm <laughs> best known for. <laughs> then where would that put me? I'd, uh, I'd have nothing. The self of identity would be out the window. I'd have nothing. If, once you tell the story after a while, then you tell it multiple times, you end up thinking that's, that's the real the story. story. I mean, yeah, I mean, over the years. <laughs> <laughs> I would say um, the best bit of advice is don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a great bit of advice. Practice um, what you preach. In, well... You could have said that last time. You said you said something weird. All right, so. you two, come on. <laughs> it's, <laughs> not, it's happening don't, again. Don't. It's not day three. It's not no, day three. Um, Someone's so been on the gym. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't sweat the small stuff, I guess. <laughs> Abs, yeah. you told me one bit of very good advice. <laughs> um, uh, and, that, and that was <laughs> I don't know, you were reading some book at the time and it's just kept with me uh, when you were living with me five ten years ago somewhere in there um, always be impeccable with your word and I think it became very similar to yours (laughs) (laughs) it came from it came from the book I was reading it's called the the four agreements right exactly yeah and I have no idea what the other agreements are but that one stuck with me yeah so you know if you say tell me what it it really so it means if you're going to say you're going to go to a barbecue for example last Saturday you go to the barbecue <laughs> be impeccable with your word. If you say you're going to be somewhere, very be smart, there. Yeah, tedious good, link. Good, oh, good example. Um, I think the best bit of advice I've been given was, and, and it was pertinent to me because I've spent my life trying to take shortcuts to work out how can I get to where I need to be in the most efficient, shortcutty, cheating kind of way as possible. I don't want to spend my time, like, wasting my time. It all became about kind of time efficiency for me. I don't want to waste my time doing something that I could do as quickly and as well. The in path of least resistance. The path of least resistance, right? So someone said to me, listen, you... And I did it with exams, okay? So I would study at school and did try... You cheat? No, I'd try and work out and preempt and think what would come up in I'm not going to learn the whole thing. I'm going to learn the answers to the question. I'm just going to learn Aswan the Dam, answers. geography. Just learn Aswan Dam. It would definitely come up. The Aswan. Right? The Aswan Dam. Just learn that it never came up. The Aswan 
dam. Yeah, it sort of breaches the Nile and stops it flooding into the Nile Delta. Uh, anyway, so I used to try and work out what I think would come up in exams, yeah. okay? And, and someone explained it to me like a driving test, okay? Which is, so when it comes to your manoeuvres or driving, okay, I'm just going to learn what I think I need to know in order to pass the test and get through. And that is always slightly, was always my approach to most things. And someone said to me, listen, you need to change your philosophy on stuff. If you know how to drive, okay, like you can just drive from A to B, B, whatever eventuality kind of comes up, Mm -hmm. then no matter what the instructor throws at you during the test, it's going to be comfortable and you'll be fine and be able to get through it. And so... I stopped trying to kind of do the bare minimum that I thought I'd need to do in order to get to the next step in school, academics, my career, whatever it was, and just like embrace the the nature of what it was for, for kind of what it is and do not learn everything because then no matter what comes up, you'll be fine and well equipped to do it. What? I mean, not not necessarily a polymath, but just like, don't don't stop yourself so, and so, focus your attention on what you think is so important. The advice was just like geek it up, right? a little bit. And fake it till you mean it. No, it's the fake it's, 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 it's you know it's the exact opposite. No, it's, it's like no. learn like it's focus. the opposite of that. Yeah, it's like learn, learn everything. everything you can. Yes, because Jack was worried about getting. He doesn't from want to waste his time. Jack was worried about getting from A to B to pass the test. That is good. Now he's realised he needs to worry about C to Z and all the other bits. So it's um, not about learning to answer the exam questions. It's actually, no. about understanding it's all the other just shit. Understanding all of it, because then no matter what comes up, you'll be well equipped to deal with it. I was <laughs> going to say I've been told the best advice I've ever given. Oh, you've turned it round. And I was you've given someone else. So. About Someone me. must have told you at some point what the advice was, though. Was Ready it just something you've come something to Something I came to the conclusion of myself. Yeah. Two things. Firstly, yeah. is if you're quite fortunate, which a lot of us were in certain aspects, yeah. it can be relatively straightforward until you seem to hit 30, 35, and then suddenly, when you hit 30, 35, strap yourself in because that's when life gets fucking weird. And but have you given yourself that advice? Or could you not see life as being sort of, it, life's a challenge for everyone? And No, but just prepare was, yourself because post 30, 35. That's quite a depressing outlook on life because you could flip it the other way and go, it accelerates and it gets pretty fucking exciting from there. The second piece of advice is never order a drink that takes longer to make than it does to drink. He Why? thinks it's. Why? He thinks it's um, because it's obnoxious and it's a waste obnoxious. of time. No, you've decided it, it's obnoxious. What about the people that train to make those drinks and that's their job? They're not drinking it. But they're making it. And it tastes it's amazing. Still, it's still end. obnoxious. You're not oh, taste the love in it. There's a very fine amount of time that it yeah, should Yeah, you can taste the love in it. Same with same with food. If it takes an hour to make, you taste the love in the food. If it still takes longer to make than it does to drink. I'd also say shit advice. Yeah. Everything matters, but nothing matters terribly. I heard that this year from my girlfriend's dad. And I was sort of stressing about a few That's things. A Everything matters, but nothing matters terribly, just because about of our our relevance in sort of the world and okay. sort of yeah, how insignificant one. we are. It's quite funny yeah. that, you know, things we get stressed about, we'll probably look back on when we're 50, 60, 70 and just go, why was I so stressed about that? Just a few bits of housekeeping to tidy up then before we end the series and before I really start to slur my words. The big question is, We've I'd... been picked up for a second season, or no? Um... You missed the conversation at the beginning. The answer is no. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Really? Unless no. we could, we could get some 
we can pick things up on this one. Is this 50 sponsored by Viagra? Yeah, Fucking hell. It would be a pretty good episode but I, I did, series. In answer to your question, when he was getting a little bit frosty earlier on, did at he the beginning, frosty? yeah, he got frosty because it's, I thought it was just about 40, which it was a tough gig. No, but 14. About 40, no, but it wasn't, was it? Initially, he said, "Okay, I put a dot dot it's dot." Suggestive. <laughs> We've got forty-nine seconds of the season left. We Have that. we just established you've misunderstood the whole point? Yeah, I didn't realise it was about. No, I thought it was about forties, and you just told me it was about turning forty. I couldn't even think the name of the podcast. What is it? Is this forty? Is this forty? Yeah. yeah. Have you only just realised that? Yeah, but apparently, I said. It's not going to get finale if it's only about the year 40. So we're only 41. We're now 41. Is it? Is this 41? It's <laughs> just catching. Season 2 hasn't got a great ring to it, has no. it? Yeah, just, I'm really worried that it might be have to be a completely different podcast altogether. And not talk about our age. With you ad-libbing, it's maybe, maybe Any idea what he's talking about? Maybe. Oh dear. Never mind, Chris. Thanks very much for listening to this experimental podcast about life in our 40s, starring Jack Freud, Jonathan Corby, Christopher Lees, Dan Ridges and Michael Absalom. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, then why not like, share and subscribe to the rest of the series? And a special thanks too to Joe Eva and the team at 180 Soho House for hosting us in their amazing podcast booth and for reminding us all what a real gin and tonic should taste like. You can continue to follow our 40-year-old adventures on Instagram, where you'll find plenty of behind-the-scenes photos from the series. All you've got to do is search for Is This 40 and click on The Boys in Pink. Thanks again for listening to the show, and hopefully we've been able to shine a light on a few of the things that men in their 40s still struggle to talk about. Until next time, dot, 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 bye for now. (laughs) 